Destruction Champions, it's your host, Ron Newsbaum, and I'm here for another amazing episode of Construction Champions Podcast. Well, I like to say we're burning down the house just so we can rebuild it. And that's not just with your business, and that's not just with your life. That's with everything in the construction industry. We're here to become the champions we were meant to be. Yes, today I'm fired up, ready to rock and roll. I have Mike, Michael, we'll go with Mike. Well, I have Michael with me today. He's a great guy. He has been doing, doing websites and digital marketing for over 13 years. This dude's going to bring some fire today. He specializes in helping service-based businesses. Michael, it is fantastic to have you here today. Thanks for having me, Ron. Dude, that was the best intro I have ever seen. I have literally been on so many podcasts, and that was literally one of the best I've ever seen. So kudos to you for that. Awesome, man. Well, thank you. Here on Construction Champions Podcast, we like to bring the heat and rock and roll and have some intent with what we're doing and make sure we have energy, man. So what I want to know is what are you most excited about what you're doing with what you're doing right now? Yeah, dude. Great question. I'm super stoked on. Um, so like you said, we do custom websites and digital ads for clients and I just love it. Like, you know, I've been doing it for, you know, 10 plus years and it's, we create really awesome custom websites. Like we go through a whole website process for our clients and really like, you know, uh, bump up the uh, conversion rates and everything on their websites and everything. So that's awesome. And then the digital ad space, like I always just love that game. Cause you know, for me being able to work with my clients closely and, and get them results is like the, the best experience for me. So continuing to scale that continuing to, you know, have awesome clients work with us. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm excited about. Awesome, man. I love it. It's, digital marketing can be exciting to the right person. So I, I love yeah. <laughs> it. Well, we're going to jump right in there. I'm going to ask you the million dollar question, which is what makes a construction champion? Yeah, I think, you know, I, I've been thinking about this a little bit as we signed up for uh, this podcast. And I think what makes a construction champion is I think it's someone or a company that has all their ducks in a row, right? And so it's pretty easy to like, you know, have a website or have some branding or, you know, uh, maybe do mailers or try some digital ads or something. But like the ones that really nail it out of the park, those are the ones or the ones that are the champions about it. Like they're the ones that have the really nice branding, the one that stands out from everyone else. You know, the ones that have, you know, a uh, customer or prospect comes to your website and it is a really good experience. You know, they have that, uh, you know, perceived value there of like, hey, this, uh, you know, contractor company can do my work really well. And they, I want to pay that, uh, you know, a higher rate. Um, I think the other thing too is, is like the, the champions have like, hey, let's collect that, you know, that contact information on the website. Let's send them, you know, through an, an email drip campaign and get them videos and all that kind of stuff and get them through the sales process. I think that is what makes a construction champion. I love it. You said some really key things in there, but one of the one of the takeaways for me is you use the word try as not yeah. what a tra champion does because I think all too often, especially in the construction industry, we tend to we're try we have our feet in the water here. We try this, and we don't necessarily get 
that overall, what you're talking about is that overall grand scheme of things that just all works together. How, how do we start to get through that to where we don't just have our feet in a bunch of different putters and we're pulling it in and out? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a great question. And I think um, the answer to that is you have to go into your customer's head, right? So like, what's their journey that they're taking? And when I say that is like, when you think of a company like Apple or something, like you see them and you automatically know you're going to get a good experience with that. And they're all over the place, right? And, you know, I'm sure they're on a smaller scale. I'm sure there's like an HVAC company or a plumber or someone like that in your area that they have the trucks, they have the billboards. You know, you go on Facebook, you're seeing a nice ad. You, you go to their website, you get hit with a retargeting ad. You know, you're Googling their name or Googling plumbing or something like that. You're getting hit with their ad. And I think that's where it comes down is like, okay, how like we need to be there, but it all, it's all tied together with the branding and the website. And I think, you know, if if someone's starting from zero or start or like, hey, how can I get to that point? I, the hierarchy that I put things is, you know, make sure your branding is good, but then we need to focus on your website. Like that's your digital presence. And when you drive traffic to your website, you know, how are you collecting their contact information? information do you have pixels on there so you can retarget them later if you want to with ads you know um and then on top of that once you get your website done how are we driving the right traffic to you right you know i just got off the phone yesterday with a contractor and he's like hey man like i have my marketing budget and i spend it on a billboard and a and a, um, a sign in a baseball stadium right fine. That's great. You know, but like, that's to me, like that's a secondary or third level of your sales, you know, because when you're thinking about the customer journey, if someone's looking for a contractor or someone's looking for a service-based company, the main areas they're going is Google. And they're going to be typing that in. They're going to be, you know, contractor near me or construction person near me, you know, or construction company near me. And that's where you want your ad to be right at that exact time. And so if you're just starting out, the main areas I would focus on is, hey, make sure your branding's good. Make sure you have a really awesome website. And then let's focus in on those Google ads because that's where your hot leads are going to be. I love it. And then what you're talking about, you bring up billboards and baseball <laughs> sponsorships. I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there are just all too familiar with that. I have yep. a marketing budget. What do you do? You go sponsor a softball, or a little, little league team. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. And what exactly comes from that? Uh, to me, that's like long-term branding. Mm -hmm. like that's how you exactly. become, when you talk about that person in your neighborhood, like that's how you become that person that has that experience. So that apple of your town but you have to have a foundation to be able to become that. Like Apple just didn't become Apple just overnight because they went and ran a bunch of ads. Like there was a foundation that was laid. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing too, is, is I'm not sitting here saying, Hey, don't do the, uh, the baseball or billboard or, you know, or just the billboard on the side of the road. I think the problem is, is there people put the cart before the horse, you know, like if you have only if like you, if you have your marketing budget, you're going to get the best bang for your buck doing Google ads, mainly because, like I said, during the customer journey, you know, people are coming to Google to find your stuff. But once you get that dialed in, your business is growing, 
Yeah, expand. Let's get the wraps on your cars. Let's get those billboards going. Because then what happens, is, let's start running Facebook ads. Like what happens with that is that starts to get you brand awareness. And so then when someone's coming to Google, it's at that added level of, okay, well, I'm seeing them on Google, but there's also that brand awareness now. And it's, let's not go for the brand awareness right away because that's not going to get you the, the quick marketing dollars. So yeah, it doesn't necessarily close deals right away. Yeah, yeah. You need to have somewhere to funnel that stuff. And you talked you talked about a little bit, like having the systems in place to be able to drive that traffic in. How are we collecting the data? That's stuff that fascinates me because I think not just in the construction industry, but just about every industry, we don't do a good enough job of thinking about how do we collect customer data when they come to our website. Yeah, it can be a real problem. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that's the the big thing is so like something that we're going to be coming out with soon is we're going to be doing a sales course that we offer when you do like our, an ad package with us. So we like manage clients ads every single month. And basically you're going to get a sales course with trainings in it. And the reason we have that is it teaches it's going to teach you how to deal with the sales calls and everything that come in and you know, you can have an awesome website, right? But if you're not collecting their information, you know, there's no point to that awesome website, you know, or if people aren't, you know, if you're not closing that sale, like there's no point to that awesome website. And so, you know, a lot of times what can happen is, is, or what should happen is, is people, you know, fill out the contact information or request an estimate or, you know, just come to your website in general. And you want to get them into an email drip campaign. Cause like, there are people that might not sign up with you right now, need to go talk to their husband about the budget or whatever, you know, and you need to continue to be rising up in their, in their minds, especially in their email inbox. Uh, if you have the budget, like Facebook retargeting ads, all that kind of stuff, so that it's always top of mind and that you can ultimately close those deals. But again, that's another like secondary thing compared to, hey, let's get these, these customers that are on Google, that have the budget, that are ready to go, and let's get them to our website and close them. So, yeah, and so you see how you use terminology around Google. So I've learned so much doing this podcast from guys yeah. like just professional guys that are pros that do this for a living, like yourself. And when you say that, because I learned, I didn't used to think about how Google is when somebody Google's you, it's somebody that wants to do business with you right now. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah. Put that differentiator in there about how powerful Google ads and can be in your area because those are people that are directly looking for you yeah and you know what's crazy too is is uh there's always the debate of seo virtual an seo is search engine optimization to get your website to pop up uh, organically without running ads um so there's always a debate between seo and ads and we used to do seo for clients and the reason we stopped doing it is for a couple of reasons one like back when we used to, SEO was a lot more pro predominant than the ads are now. But now, like when you're looking up a service-based company, you have Google local services ads, you have Google search ads, then you have Google my business. And then like the 10th spot down is maybe the SEO. And so I'm not saying you shouldn't be optimizing your site for that stuff because ultimately you want to be in all four spots. But if you're, if you have an advertising budget or marketing budget, like those first two spots are where you want to be. So the Google local services ads or the Google search ads. So. 
Well, at the end of the day, Google's a business just like everything else. So they're going to figure yeah. out how it, it's fascinating how they do everything. You live in that word, but mm-hmm. it, it fascinates me. And it, it really can be, I don't want you, I guess use the word manipulated, if that's a good word to use or not, but you really can, if you understand it, create an environment where you thrive. Correct. Yeah. And like I said, like, it all comes back to what's the customer's journey, you know? So like, let's say, you know, Sarah is looking for, you know, a construction company, right? She's going to go to Google or potentially Bing, but 99% of the time going to Google, you know, and she's going to be typing in, you know, construction company near me. What you want to happen is you want that ad showing up right there. And again, like that's a hot lead. She probably already has her budget put together or she's pretty close to getting that budget put together and she knows what she wants. So you need to be bringing that lead in. And that's the difference too between like Facebook ads and Google ads is again, think of the customer journey. A lot of times when someone's on Facebook or Instagram, like they're hanging out, they're scrolling through, they're watching Netflix. They're not in the headspace of, hey, I need a construction company right now. You know, they might be like, oh, I had a conversation with my spouse like two weeks ago about this, or this is something we've been kind of throwing around. So I'll just get a free estimate, you know, and that's fine. Collect those leads. But like, if you're looking, if you're like, hey, I got this marketing budget or advertising budget and I need to get hot leads, Google's the way to go. The other thing too, that's cool is, so they have Google local services ads and they're only for like specific service-based companies. But uh, they focus on doing calls. And what happens is, is if someone clicks that ad and calls in and it doesn't convert into a lead or it was, or it was uh, someone looking for a completely different company or something, you can dispute that with Google and get that advertising dollars back. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of really cool things like that, too, where it's like, you know, Google is working with you, too, to get those those people, you know, so is that something new? You, I mean, I've not heard of the the local. What you're talking about is that something relatively yeah. new? Yeah, they came out with it in like 2015, but only for like a certain amount of companies, and now they're starting to really expand it. So uh, it's basically if you search like construction company near me or something, you can see like uh, three or four little cards at the top that have like the company's name and it has like five stars. It'll say like sponsored next to it, and that's that hmm. first section. And so that's that's the Google local services ads. And then below that, are the Google search ads. And um, that looks more like it's an SEO type thing, but it still says sponsored next to it. So <laughs> awesome, man. Well, that that's fantastic information. I do I do want to ask, since you're on these websites all the time, you build them. What what are a few things that are pretty common within the construction industry when yeah. it comes to building bad websites. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, first thing, uh, getting your cousin or friend or buddy to do it. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I we, we build custom websites, but uh, the problem with that is they don't have the background or they might be starting out, you know, and that's cool, you know, but if you're serious about your business and you want to be a champion about your business, you got to invest the dollars into getting a really nice website. Um, it's like, for example, like it's like going on Facebook Marketplace and buying the really beat up truck. And you're like, cool, I got a truck for my projects. Or you can get the high end one. And it's going to last you a while and get you a lot of good results. You know, so uh, that's the first thing. The The second thing is having the understanding of the, cons- uh, the customer journey again. I'm just going to keep saying it. <laughs> 
but like the understanding of the customer journey. So like when they come to your website, like how are we funneling them in to get that free estimate, you know, or how are you making it easy for them to find your phone number or how is it easy to track them, all that kind of stuff. Um, a lot of people miss out on that. Uh, so that's another big piece. Uh, the third piece too is um, mobile optimization. A lot of people don't have a good mobile optimized site, which is crazy right now, but a lot of people don't. And then the fourth thing is, and I would say this is almost the most important, is the um, the perceived value of it, right? And what I mean by that is when you're coming and looking at a website, we as humans, we know what's a good looking website and what's not, you know? But as a designer, I know there's tweaks to it that we can put in, like um, showing someone smiling uh, on a project is a lot more psychologically effective than showing like, a picture of your truck or a bulldozer, you know? So like there's stuff like that and how colors play into it. You know, there's a reason, you know, all like you, there's a reason Chick-fil-A, uh, McDonald's, KFC, Wendy's, they're all red, right? There's psychologic, there's psychology behind those colors, you know? So there's a lot of that kind of stuff that plays into it that I would say is super important, but that again goes into why you need to have that, like an expert doing your website. <laughs> Yeah, it's it can be. It's amazing what's out there. When I yeah. I I get to be on a lot of contractors and builders' websites with just what I do, and yep. I'll tell you, they run the mill from really really good to like. I could probably put something better together. Yeah, I, yeah. That's not what I do. Like mm -hmm. if you go. On on constructionchampionspodcast.com like i put that to other on GoDaddy. like it's not yeah. it's not there to do a whole lot other than just to get people information to what we do but you really see the wide range and i think you brought up something that's very important is when we talk about the stuff being able to be used mobily yeah because if it's not where are most of your customers looking at your content exactly and i think so I, I forget the data, the, the most recent data off the top of my head, but majority of people are using their mobile device to see the websites, you know, and sure, maybe your website might be mobile optimized because you have it designed on Wix or something and it naturally does that. But there's stuff where it's like, okay, well, before there's a scroll, like, are they able to request a quote? Are they able to click a phone number? Are we tracking that phone number? What color is that phone number? All that kind of stuff. Um, you know, how does the background image line up on a mobile device? There's all those types of little things that play into it, you know, and um, sure, you could have a mobile optimized site, but if you're not thinking about the customer journey of, okay, this person just came off of an ad or came off of Google or came off Facebook, now they're on my site on a mobile device, how are they interacting with it, you know? Um, and I mean, if you have an own, your own website right now, try it. Pull it up on your own phone and, and see how easy it is to get to the phone number. See how easy it is to find the request and estimate. You'll know psychologically, like, okay, if this is easy or not, you know? Like, <laughs> so yeah, definitely try those kind of things because I mean, that doesn't allow you to get super deep with the background experience and stuff, but like at least at the, like the surface of it allows you to understand those things. Like, you know, how easy is it to call my company, you know? I love that. I think that's a great exercise for everybody to go do because 
I'm going, I, I don't have any data. I can, I just pull, I'll pull this number out of thin air is I figure probably 90% of people on their phone on Google, when they click that to go to your website, they're staying on their phone. What does that experience look like at that point in time? Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's why, like when we design all of our sites, like we focus on the mobile side pretty heavily because it looks cool on desktop, but like majority of people are using it on a mobile device. Yeah, I don't think most people, I don't know how many people, I'm probably one of the old old dogs that use a desktop and laptop yeah. for almost everything. But I, I think we do need to focus and make sure. I love the challenge that you're talking about to go out and go to your company's website. Like, what does it mm -hmm. feel like? As you will know, Either call bullshit on yourself or not. Like one exactly. is either good or not. Exactly. Exactly. And it's funny too. Like we'll get clients that reach out to us and they're like, hey, we want to run Google ads with you or Facebook ads. Cool. But like we'll, we'll review their website, you know, because we have a whole process when we do our digital ads. We have clients fill out a questionnaire form. We, we do background research on their competitors, on their website, all that kind of stuff. And sometimes there are clients where we have to go back and say, listen, like we can't move forward unless we redo your website because we just know you're not going to be getting the results, you know? So uh, that's a huge thing. I just looked it up 60%. That's what I thought. 60% use mobile, you mm. know, roughly. So there's other, there's other like uh, factors that go into it, but like, you know, well, I mean, you just probably. have that game and that completely makes sense because with your business and what you do, like if you drive good traffic to a bad product, it's going to make you look bad. So like making yep. sure that it's something that can get that end result, get where everybody wants to go. I mean, that's who of you to be doing something like that and having that understanding. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, too, like in auditing your stuff, like you're going to like, you know, who the competitor is in your area that's crushing it. And you know why, you know, <laughs> we only sit here and tell you why, you know, you know why. So like, how do you step it up to that level, you know, through this stuff? Absolutely, man. It, you dropped a lot of knowledge today, a lot of great things. I love it for the construction champions out there. If they wanted to reach out to you, connect with you, follow you, or just be involved with what you have going on, what's the best ways for them to do that? Yeah, you can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. It's Mike Tandridge um, on there. I know I have a difficult last name. So um, <laughs> so I also threw out my phone number. So uh, my phone number is 484-473-4717. Um, if you have questions on this stuff, uh, text me. I'm happy to, to answer. It's my personal phone number. So uh, text me and I'm happy to answer any questions. Follow me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and then my marketing agency website, I'm sure this will be in the show notes and stuff, but, yep. uh, that's tandridgegroup.com. So, but check out the show notes because I'm not going to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Well, thank you for taking the time and educating us and dropping some fire on what we need to do to make sure all websites convert when people come there. You got it, man. Yeah. I mean, I could talk about this for hours. So yeah, if anyone has questions or want their sites reviewed, I'm more than happy to do it. Awesome, man. So construction champions, have you already went to your website and taken a look to see 
how quick you can get a phone number or reach out to somebody, it's probably surprising. And, you know, one thing we used to do is we would go do something like that and then we would call and see what that customer experience mm. looked like or that customer journey. I love that Mike uses the customer journey and talks about that so much. Uh, Brian Chesky from Airbnb, he talks a lot about that. And if you have never watched his video on the customer journey, I highly recommend it. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's something that I used to use in operations meetings almost quarterly when we talked about our customer journey and what does that look like. What Mike does is it's the very first touch. It's the very first opportunity you have to make an impression on your customer. It could be a zero or it could be a 10. In a split second on their mobile device, that is the opportunity that you have along that customer journey right there. And we need to be present to what's happening. What does that look like? Are we the leader or are we the last person that comes up? When people click on our ad, what do they get? This is stuff you have to have to be able to remember. And are we collecting the data? These are important things that separate you from not just a winner and a loser, but makes you a champion for that customer. You should be creating a championship customer journey for every customer that comes through, whether they buy or not. Because even if they don't buy or they're just shopping, let's say they come to your website because they're just looking, but they have an amazing experience that's going to stick with them. And you don't know who they're going to talk to next and what that could lead to for business. So construction champions, make sure you take time to connect with Mike. Make sure you go to constructionchampionspodcast.com. Check out all of our great sponsors, our partners, and people that help keep this show rocking and rolling. Make sure you go to Facebook. Join our free mastermind group where we're connecting our listeners with the guests. And we're creating a word of collaboration where we come together and we help each other get to that outcome that we want. And that's being a champion. So until next time, go be the champion you were meant to be. Hey, construction champions. It's your host, Ron Nussbaum here. And I want to talk to you about how you can automate all of your marketing. We've had so many people on here talk about getting the systems in place. Well, we have partnered with Build 12 and Construction Champions Podcast. Les O'Hara, the founder, what really excites me is his 30 years in the industry. And now he's built a system to be able to nurture your leads and continue to utilize that. I personally use the system myself. Build 12 is absolutely amazing. There's a lot of value in there. And it's a way to start getting away from Angie's list and all of that kind of stuff and start actually creating your own leads every day and have a system for them. So go on our website Check out the show notes. Go check out Build 12 and what it can do for the front end of your business today. It's absolutely amazing. I highly recommend going and meeting with Les and his son, Devin, and talking to him about what they built for their own business so the rest of the industry can take benefit from that. 
here on Construction Champions. We're all about helping each other out. And what is better than contractors helping contractors? I say nothing. So let's go take this to the next level. Go check out Build 12. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me or Les or his son, Devin. We're here to help. We want to continue to grow the industry.